Hey there, and welcome to episode 48 of Cast Reflect. I'm your host, Josh, and I'm joined, as always, by Connell Luke the Truth Jennings. Roll out. Roll out. <laughs> yeah, that will mean nothing if yeah. if you didn't if I didn't put the start in. <laughs> well, we've got to do that now. A little bit more editing for you. You have to wait to the end now. <laughs> but really, I was just doing my Optimus Prime impression. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> just, does he just say, like, roll out? Autobots, says, oh, roll out. <laughs> roll out. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Yeah? Just packing now. Half the flat's packed up. The shelf behind you is looking barren. She bare. She bare. She's barren, mate. She's barren. How's yeah. it going? How's the packing going? You nearly done? It's all right. Yeah, it's just, I hate moving house. It's well long, isn't it? Rubbish. It's well long. Um, it's like yeah, the, mate, one I... of the most stressful things you'll ever do, isn't it? Moving out. Yeah, moving even out. when it's like as stress-free as it can be, it's still a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. just a massive ball lake, isn't it? <laughs> like yeah. the whole thing. Ordered loads of boxes. Then half the stuff's in them now. Um, yeah. Just sort of leaving out the things that I'm still using for the next week. Yeah. Week when's your When's your moving date next? Uh, week, end of the month. End of the right. Month. Okay. Twenty ninth. Oh, okay, so you got yeah next Thursday. Same day as Final Fantasy Rebirth comes out. Oh well, I won't be, won't be playing that on that day. <laughs> nah. I'll be stuck moving the fuck out. That's annoying. What have you been playing? I have been absolutely session a game called Against the Storm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Have you heard of it? I haven't. I've seen you playing it on Steam, but I haven't yeah. actually uh, played it or heard of it. Oh, I put some hours into that recently. Um, nice. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. So it's a city builder. Okay. Uh, and sorry to be the bearer of bad news after what you said on the live episode that we did last week. Yeah. Uh, it's a roguelite city builder. <laughs> I do. I don't mind roguelites. I just um, they have to be the right thing. Yeah, it's interesting, right? So you spawn in like a like a forest, and you have a set amount of villagers that are different species. Some are foxes. Some are lizards. Some are hamster things. Um, right. and you've got to like chop down the trees to reveal glades around you and each glade has like different events in it that can that you have to deal with but they're like completely random you don't know what's going to be in them until you've chopped right. through and opened it up um but then you've got like in all of the glades there'll be resources like food and, and stuff like that yeah so you sort of expand as you go but you're always playing against the clock um for like the queen uh, you never actually meet her well I haven't met her yet, um, right. but she there's like an impatience meter, and you've got to fulfil certain things in each mission bef- to keep to, that meter to keep down. the meter down, sort of thing, right, so you don't okay. lose. Um, cool. And then once you fill her like happiness bar, these aren't what they're called. I'm just I'm just <laughs> no, those no. names. Yeah, um, yeah. Then like you finish and you and then you start a new settlement. And right, okay you can trade with the old settlements that you've created. Oh, that's cool. I like that. And then after like a week, so maybe like five settlements that you've created, um, like that it purges and starts again. Right. But you okay. keep everything that you've unlocked. So you get like better starting resources and stuff. So you can end up going further out. So you can than... tech quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it works really well. What I would say is I think, Personally, it's a little bit slow to in that early stage to get going. Yeah. But then I was learning how to play the game a lot, so that might be a bit on me as well. But 
it's really fun man like a really really good uh city builder experience blended mm. well with a roguelite which isn't something that i would naturally try and blend together so that sounds like something i would enjoy with roguelite elements that's exactly the sort of game i was talking about last week on the live pod do you yeah, know what yeah. i mean like i i i i like the mechanic of it i just find some i find i get a bit despondent with some roguelites to yeah. a certain extent like i just don't i'm like eh, i just it doesn't change quick enough for me you know what I mean? And it's yeah, like, I know. I can't be mean. fucked to fight this guy on the bridge again because I know I've had a really shit round and I know I'm gonna die. But that actually sounds really interesting. Yeah, I think you'd enjoy it. It's um, it's definitely one you can sink some hours into. Yeah, it's it's proper addictive, and it's just sort of like oh, one more settlement. I'll just do one more settlement. I'll just do one more. Yeah, and it's a classic. It's a classic. I'll just do one more. Game. Two hours later, and you're like, oh, that's, there's another five settlements deep. <laughs> I've actually started another run. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, it's just a little windy, is it? Yeah. So it came out in early access back in 2021, I think. Um, and I bought it uh, like early last year at some point. It was still in early access when I bought it. Yeah. And dabbled with it, but never really gave it the time of day. It got its right. full release in December. Oh, so it's fairly just gone. Then. Yeah, um, and I jumped back into it then, and yeah, I was just hooked on it. Oh, it's sick. It sounds really good, man. It sounds, yeah. It's it worth, sounds really Definitely really good. worth checking out. you got to do, like, because you, you can trade for, like, resources, and some areas are more rich in certain resources than others, so you sort of yeah. have to use the trader to work, balance out what you can get to swap it for what you So it's got that kind of management style to it as well where you've got a, it's not like infinite resources you yes to, very you much have, not you have infinite. to be you have to micromanage and stuff like that yeah like some of them you there'll be and and each each area has like modifiers just random modifiers based on how far out you go and stuff right okay so some okay. of the areas will have like really limited food resources or some of them will be abundant with food but they'll have limited like um grain or crops or stuff like that yeah right? like, yeah or yeah so, it, so that's cool because it keeps you on your toes doesn't it and it stops you from kind of like exploiting a potential sort of flaw in the in the game's design if you know mm. what i mean like or, or finding a way around it so you can just constantly get through to the next run like every single time yeah exactly. that's cool yeah. that's cool man yeah it's good that's that's called uh, against the storm is it against the storm by uh, Eremite Games. That sounds really cool, man. It sounds really cool. Is that all you've been playing, really? Just been session that recently? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Little bit of Counter Strike, little bit of Rocket League. Um, just where's just the, where's where's my text, mate? Up. Where's my text? Wow. Well, I don't nah, know. No excuses. No excuses. I shouldn't have said I was playing it, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be on you now, mate. I'm gonna be on you like a hawk. I didn't want to bother you. You're busy, aren't you? Yeah, busy sat there waiting for you. Got podcast to edit. <laughs> to be fair, I I've been playing, I've been playing loads, man. I've been playing loads recently. I'm getting a little bit kind of overwhelmed with how much I'm playing and sort of how many games are coming out. I finished Prince Persia, which is really good, and I lent it to to my mate Josh, who I work with. He's really enjoying it. Amazing game, really yeah. really good game. Would totally recommend. I'm near the end of Dredge. 
I'm, I'm at the last area, like the volcanic area. Yeah. I'm just collecting the fish to do the, like the stone tablets. Yeah. Um, well, I say I'm near the end. I'm assuming I'm near the end. Uh, Still enjoying then, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really enjoying it. I haven't played it for a few days, but um, I am really enjoying it and I want to get it, sort of want to get it boxed off, including the Pale Reach, I think, which is the DLC, which I think is only about an hour. This is like another area. Mm. Um, no, it's really good. Yeah, I love it. I think it's, I think it's a fantastic game. I still can't believe it was developed by four people. Like, kudos to you guys, man, because you've made a fucking absolutely amazing game. What else have I been playing? I started playing Helldivers 2. Oh, yeah. Where's my text? Well, I, well I've been telling you to get it. <laughs> you said you were going to get it at the weekend. I will. It's on PC as well, <laughs> isn't it? It is on PC as well, yeah. Is it crossplay? Um, it is crossplay. I got it on Fantastic. PS5. And... Yeah. Adam got it on PS5. I think Robbie's got it on PS5 as well. Yeah, yeah. Toby's gonna get it. So we're gonna have, we're gonna have quite a few people to play with. But it's maximum squad of four. It so the game itself is fucking brilliant. It's so good. Like you, you would absolutely love it, man. It's yeah, it's, I, a, it's it's amazing. I was watching some uh, some videos of it. Like the airstrike sound oh was so God. cool. It's just the most chaotic like adrenaline fueled 40 minutes because each each mission is well most of the missions i've played so far are 40 minutes i don't know whether they get shorter as the difficulty goes up so you can basically pick the difficulty you want to do at the start of your at the start of your dive and then you land on like a like a smallish map and you've got your main objectives which once you complete you can extract Mm-hmm. But then there's a couple of sub objectives, um, and then you can do like the bug nests as well, or like the 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 kind of the red glowy areas on the map, which are like um, sort of like bug hives and bug nests that you can do like a a, a big collection of enemies. Um, okay. And obviously, the more you the more stuff you do before you extract, like the more experience you get, the more yeah, requisition yeah. points, all that jazz. The gameplay is just so good. Like it's so good, it's so fluid. The the, the game's beautiful looking. The, it's just carnage. It's just carnage. You land and you think, right, just get just get my machine gun, get like a resupply down, and then before you know it, you've just got fucking bugs like just <laughs> everywhere. And then like the big ones start coming in, and it's like just fucking mental. It's so, but in a really good way. Like, it's hectic, but not like I'm losing my shit. It's like you're fighting for your fucking life, tooth and nail, every single kind of encounter. And it's just a really, really solid kind of gameplay loop. Like, the levels are really interesting. The objectives don't get boring and repetitive because the combat's so good. Yeah. And it's so unpredictable at times. I love everything about it, apart from the issues that they're having with the matchmaking and the connectivity at the moment. Like it's just it's it's so all over the place. Like me and Adam have played it quite a bit, and he's just disconnected. Like almost every time we played it, like we'll be halfway through a mission, long, and, it, and it will just kick him out, and then it will kick him out of the party, and he's got to restart his PlayStation. And I'm there like fighting off a fucking horde, like mm. on my own. The the other day we got we did everything on a map, got to the extraction site with like six minutes left, called it in, and then it just kicked us both out. So it was like brilliant. That's pain, just it? lost all that stuff. 
It's a mechanic, mate. That's the bugs. They're getting into your system. <laughs> the, bu- the bugs are actual real bugs. They get into your uh, PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's my only, my only. It's kind of putting me off playing it a little bit at the moment because I, I, they have been patching it and they've been really vocal. Arrowhead have been yeah, really I vocal did read. about. We know it's it's. I don't think they were expecting it to do so well. They had like I think it was like the eleventh highest concurrent ever players on Steam the other day, which is fucking mental. Yeah, it's mad. When you look at the size of the game and the studio. Like it beat GTA five the other day. <laughs> it's just insane. So they put a cap on like the server um capacity at the moment. I think it's four hundred and fifty thousand people, what they kind of upgrade and iron out any issues with matchmaking but i'm really excited to play more of it i'm really really excited to play more of it because it is amazing i've just got that little anxiety about sitting down to play it yeah getting and then 40 minutes, minutes goes in, by yeah. and then it's just like brilliant just got see you out. so yeah i would totally recommend people picking it up it's only 30 quid on steam um well worth getting if you've not noticed it already it's pretty much doing the rounds everywhere at the moment but Absolutely amazing game. And then finally, I can stop talking. I I brought an Xbox. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, I brought an I brought an Xbox on finance and uh Series S or X? Series X. Oh, oh, no, nice. What spared I, that? I get a Series S. I've got um, a Series S, what's wrong with that? Just, nah, can't be bothered with that. <laughs> Do you know what though, thinking about it, I probably could have got away with just getting a Series S because I've basically brought it so I can play Game Pass games on Gears of War. <laughs> Gears of War. No, to be fair, that is that is on the X on the Xbox Game Pass, isn't it? But not on PC. Yeah. So we yep. could we could legit do the second one now. We could. Um, now it was basically I've been flirting with the idea of getting one for ages to just chill and play on the telly because sometimes when you sat at your desk all day at work, you don't want to come home and you know I, I, I brought it for the choice. Do you know what I mean? And then also Carly's just playing The Sims all the time on my computer, so she's fuming that I've had to kick her off to do the podcast. So <laughs> it's uh, it's um, it's good, man. It's it's I've never I've never like sat and played with one properly. It's a really nice console, actually. Like it's 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 decent. Yeah, they're cool. Uh, they? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been playing Persona Three Reload. <laughs> it's just amazing. It's just fucking amazing. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that I'm playing it. I, l- yeah. I love Persona games so much. But I'm going to play it a little bit more before I um, talk before about I it. go into it, yeah. I think that's it, mate. I think You've that's it. You've been busy, it. haven't you? I have been busy. I've been busy playing a lot of games, yeah. But that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Right, let's go into the main topic of today. I wanted to have a chat about console life cycles. It doesn't sound very glamorous if you're listening. I promise it will probably get a bit better. I promise it will probably get better. It might get better. It might get better. But this kind of came about from uh, this uh, article. So I've got here from IGN from Wesley Yinpool. So this is basically PS5 is entering the latter stages of its life cycle. Sony says, um, Basically down to them not meeting expectations for sales last quarter of last year. Mm. So I just thought that's a bit mad. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it depends what he means by the 
last cycle, right? Because, well, I mean, yeah, we can go into it, but PS5 came out in 2020. November 2020, right? Yeah. So we just hit... So it's just over three years old. Yeah. Which is not a lot, a lot. Is I it? would say that's probably more like about halfway through a console's life cycle. Place that, so I've got the release dates for consoles. I haven't gotten to the month, so it's just going to... No, no, that's all right. That's all right. But if we look at PlayStation Star, PlayStation 1994 was PlayStation original. Then PlayStation 2 was 2000. So six years there. Uh, PlayStation 3 was 2006. Six years yeah. there. PlayStation 4 then was 2013. Seven, yeah. And then you've got PlayStation 5, 2020. Yeah. So seven again. Okay. So it is all around, actually, you're right. It's roughly around six years, isn't it? On average, it's going to be about six years. Yeah, years. roughly, right? So if they're saying this is... what It really it depends on what they mean by it's entering, like, the last cycle. The last, it's the latter, the latter stages cycle. of its cycle, of its life cycle. Which, I mean... Which, it's, I, if you... Yeah, I guess it's... So, it's, it's a bit vague, isn't it? Because it's like, what yeah. is the latter stages? What, so, like, maybe a year, two years? In which case, then, you know, it's short, but it's not short absurdly shorter than, than what they have done in the past. Yeah. Um, I don't know. For me, personally, it's like if they turned around and said PS6 next year, which isn't going to happen, but if that's, no. if that's what they turned around and said, like, it's too soon. I'm not buying another one. Yeah, that's... It, so and it's this... only going to hamper sales more. If they're not happy with the sales they've got now, releasing another one sooner, it might give like a cash injection. But long term, yeah. I think you you would just see more people actually just stay on PS5, or the price should drop of PS5, and people will just buy that because they haven't got it yet. Exactly, and I th- I don't know. Uh, well, I say I don't know. Obviously, COVID had a massive effect on the development of a lot of games. And their time frames and when they've released. So I think a lot of games got delayed probably when they might have come out a bit sooner. Because my, my thinking was, and it might be a bit unfair, but I feel like I've not played loads on PS5. Do you know what I mean? I know it could yeah. potentially run for another three years and we could be having that this conversation then in episode fucking 200 or whatever. But it's it feels like looking through my games or my in my like my physical games on PS5 I don't know it doesn't feel like I've played loads of first party no PlayStation games yeah. for for PS5 do you know what I mean like I'm... just just thinking off the top of my head I think we've had Spider-Man 2 Horizon 2 what else has there been like we haven't had a new Naughty Dog game we haven't had a new Sony Ben game. There's a new Gran Turismo, to be fair. What else is there? What else is there, mate? Let me have a quick look. Um, no new Housemark game. Bungie is still working on their game. Ratchet Blue Point Clank. did Demon's Souls. What was that? PS4? Yeah, so that was, that was um, Insomniac. They, they Insomniac put two first party games out on PS5. God of War. Uh, yeah, God of War. Fair enough. Fair enough. But we're still, you know, we're still waiting on Sucker Demon's Punch. Souls. Tony San Diego, Media Molecule. I don't know what's going on with them because obviously Dreams. Like, 
Yeah. Sony Bend. It's like Sony Bend haven't made anything since Days Gone. And that came out like fucking seven years ago. Who did so, Ghost of Tsushima? Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Yeah, that was right. But to piggyback off that point as well, Sony have also said that there'll be no major first party releases for PS5 until I think it was yeah, until the first until the first quarter of twenty twenty five. Yeah, so we're not going to we're not going to see another first party game for at least. But a then, year. like, what's the latter stages? Do you know what I mean? If we're that's what I mean. Like, surely Naughty Dog are working on a PS Five. Does it, do they just mean the second half of its life cycle? I don't know. It's so <laughs> it's so vague, isn't it? In terms of the headline, because like, and the article to be fair, like, it's it's fine. It doesn't go into a lot of detail because it was just it was just one quote. I'll, I'll read the quotes from. Sony Senior Vice President Naomi Matsuaka. Looking ahead, PS5 will enter the latter stages of its life cycle. As such, we will put more emphasis on the balance between profitability and sales. For this reason, we expect the annual sales pace of PS5 hardware will start falling into the next fiscal year. Which, yeah, obviously makes loads more sense. Mm. Because console sales are going to drop off, aren't they, after the first two or three years. But We also haven't had... PS5 Slim, PS5 Pro. So if you look back at the Slim is available now, isn't it? The PS5 is it available now? Yeah. Can you I'm buy that sure now? It's available now? Yeah, I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure it's it's launched now. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, looky that. Yeah. Um. Still looks massive. Um. <laughs> still absolutely <laughs> enormous. Okay, so we're looking at that now. So that's that's released what four years in. Ish, yeah. three years into the cycle um so they did playstation and then they released do you remember ps1 what do you mean not they released there was playstation oh sorry yeah released, the, little, the smaller one yeah yeah, yeah like yeah, the yeah. the little one that looked like the foldy portable one. one yeah 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 that came out in 2000 so six years after playstation yeah which is the same weirdly the same year playstation 2 came out which feels mad yeah. Um. Then PlayStation Two to Slim was another four years. Yeah. And then free to sl- free Slim was three years. And then yeah. they did PS Three Super Slim. Yeah, I had one of those. Which was another three years. Um. PS Four to PS Four Slim was three years. So PS Five to PS Five Slim was three yeah. years. They're tracking on a similar. Trajectory, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know what we're looking at. Twenty twenty six for PS PS six, PS six. Yeah, maybe twenty twenty seven potentially. I think it would depend on whether they put a pro model out, really. Because if they put a pro model out, which is sixty frames at four K, I think you you know, like me and Carly were talking about this the other day. Is like how. Is it going to get to the point where it's like, I don't, I, the only reason I'm going to buy a new console is because it's got a game on it I want to play, which I can't play on my PS5, because the the visual fidelity of games on, on the current generation of consoles is just fucking mad. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, but I used you know to think I mean? that. I used to think that in, on every other console I've ever had. I know, I know what you're saying, but this is this is the first generation where it feels truly photorealistic. Do you know what I mean? 
Like PS4 was nearly there on a few games, and this I don't I don't get me wrong. I know what you're gonna say. Like obviously yeah. the next generation of consoles, the better technology, it will look even better, and it will be mind blowing. Obviously when you see it, but I don't know. I feel like it's it's not simulation theory yet though. No, yeah, you know nah, I mean get nah. wait for PlayStation 12 simulation theory portable, <laughs> where you just jack yourself in. Yeah, and and that's it. You forget you're even playing a game. You forget which one's real life and which one's the game. Hopefully, I'll just forget what real life is. <laughs> I'm just gonna go and play Mass Effect and put me back theory. in the Matrix. Yeah, but it's it's weird. It's weird. The other thing as well, which is worth men- mentioning, is um, Xbox will reportedly, and I'm saying this with inverted commas, will stop making consoles. Air quotes. Yeah. Um, Phil Spencer did come out and kind of clarify that that's sort of not what they mean, but equally, it's like if that happens, where the fuck do I leave Game Pass? And this is so this was all spurred on from them saying they were going to release uh, four of their games on other consoles, right, rather than Xbox exclusive, because yeah. apart from me, you brought one the other day, <laughs> not many people no are buying, buying these. So I was looking at this and. Series X and S combined, yeah, are sold under twenty-one million units, which is not a lot, really, considering the PS5 sold fifty million. So the PS5 yeah. are destroying this generation of hardware sales, like absolutely just just destroying the competition. Yeah, and I think Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty was around eighty-four million units. Yeah. Oh, and that was their golden console. That's what I mean. Like that's their benchmark. That's their that's their um bar that they're trying to hit. And the and so the Xbox One oh God, their console names are so bad. The Xbox One sold fifty eight million. What so the, the one PlayStation S or the 5, one X? <laughs> it just says Xbox One <laughs> I'm assuming that's uh both of them. But that sold fifty million. Fifty eight yeah. million, sorry. So the PlayStation Five is gonna comfortably outsell that like do you know what i mean it's not like i don't get how they're let me rephrase that i can see them i can see the the reporting and the rumors come into life a little bit that they're going to stop making consoles because they're just other than the 360 which is the outlier you know playstation outsold them comfortably playstation 3 eventually ended up selling more than the xbox 360 which is wild Considering yeah. how those two generations started, when yeah. how how badly received the PS3 was, but it just absolutely skyrocketed towards the end of its yeah the end of its life cycle because of its first yeah. party games. But the first party Game- games are just better, aren't they? Xbox's um, life cycle for consoles is pretty mad as well. Yeah, like, it's way less it's way less consistent than Sony's because they did original Xbox two thousand and one. 360, 2005, so four years apart. Four years, they smashed out an Xbox 360. And then Xbox One was 2013. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, then, that's crazy, isn't it? And then... The so the Xbox 360 was on sale for two years, years more than the PS3, but the PS3 sold eight million more. That's mad. Three million more, sorry. That is crazy. That yeah, is crazy. so they, they've got a lot less consistency with their release schedules, but 
Sony seems pretty much average out of like six years. Yeah. They're doing it a while, aren't they? To be fair, they've been doing it a while. So have Nintendo. Yeah, well, I was so have Nintendo. Just looking at that, I can't. I like the Switch has sold 139 million like consoles. Yeah. It's That's got mad. such a wide uh, target audience. Like that could almost that that could potentially. I don't think it will, but because it'd have to sell 15 more million, but that could end up about selling the PS2. Which is the most sold console of all time, which is crazy, yeah, absolutely is crazy. Good but I think we're I think we're getting that new one next year anyway. Yeah, it's mad, man. Like I think, I just think what's going to happen. Well, like, what would happen to Game Pass as well if Xbox decided they weren't going to make consoles? Like they're going to have to. Are they going to just dedicate? You know that to PC, or are they going to put that on other platforms? So I can't see them putting if that on not, PlayStation platform. Well, I don't know if they're not making consoles, then it doesn't feed into their their desire to keep their prime retail on only Xbox, right? Yeah. So it if they're not making a console, then it, if anything, it's only beneficial to get that on to get Game Pass on playstation it's weird would they just change it to game pass and not call it xbox game pass video game video game pass. video game pass <laughs> video game library subscription <laughs> yeah microsoft game pass or something like that i don't know i don't know i just think like they've they've made a real effort to buy loads of studios recently and they've spent so like a, a colossal amount of money on it and they just they just don't have the first party clout that Sony do. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Sony have built these studios up from from day one, effectively, and they've made really smart acquisitions. Like like think buying Bungie has gone so under the radar. Like Bungie developed one of the greatest first person shooters ever. Do you know what I mean? Like for Xbox. Ha- yeah, exactly, exactly. And they've just you know I know three four three kind of split off and. They're, they're who Microsoft own but you know a lot of the devs that were there at the start are still at Bungie now so like that's a really really shrewd acquisition because I think if you can say one thing about Sony's first party library is that they probably don't have a a real like killer first person shooter no, do you know true. what I mean not like not like Xbox had with Halo you could say Killzone but I can't see Guerrilla making another Killzone game also, it wasn't it wasn't really competing with Halo, was it? Nah, nah, nah. And um, Bungie's new game looks wicked as well. And that's just gonna be that's gonna be PlayStation exclusive, maybe. You're seeing this happen though, man. Like uh, these Sony and Microsoft are, are kind of like Sony are bleeding in their first party games, like into onto Steam, PC, yeah. stuff like that. I think it's maybe we'll see a world eventually where you just get. You have your exclusives on console for PlayStation, for example, and then a year later you get it on PC. But I don't know. I don't know. It's it's wild, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, it's a the, weird it's the fucking wild west. At the we're venturing into some weird times with it. I think. Um, but I mean, it's not like the first time it's happened in our lifetime. Sega used to make consoles. Sega were a big console competitor when I was really young. Yeah, the thing. The only thing I'd say with that is that the the Dreamcast just fucked them because people just they couldn't sell, they couldn't sell any games for it because people were just copying them. Yeah, it's because they had no 
um, DRM anti piracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Dreamcast was a fucking brilliant console, but they didn't make any money on it because you don't typically make money on the consoles; you make it on the games. And nobody bought the games. And nobody brought the games because everyone just brought one. Everyone just brought one of the game. Or one person just, bought one. One person brought one, and then and then everyone else got it to a DVD. Copy it off of that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a little guy down Camden Market selling fucking like, Sonic Adventure Two. He's got about a hundred copies of it. Can't shift them these days. Nintendo are kind of doing their own thing. Like they always sort of have. I don't think they've ever been seen as a direct competition to Sony and Microsoft. So yeah, I they almost fill a different out. void, don't they? I think they're just in their own league, really. Like, I've bummed Nintendo forever. Do you know what I mean? I I, I love Nintendo. I think they're they're amazing. They've always done. They've always gone against the grain. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They've done what they want to do rather than just go. Oh, we're going to try and make a really powerful console. Like, yeah. They trust like football fully. and rugby, right? It's like they're both sports, but you can't <laughs> you can't compare them to each other. Nah, nah. I just think they. They've got so much faith in their IP and how good their games genuinely are. Yeah, but they treat their IP really well. They always have. Yeah, yeah. And I think Sony have as well, though. I think that's where you see Xbox kind of... That's where they drop the ball, I think. They don't have enough first-party studios to sell the console. I agree Sony have, but they haven't got the longevity of treating their IPs like, like Sony have. Do you know what I mean? Like... Not many of Sony's have the lifespan of, you know, your Mario and stuff like that. Yeah, of course, yeah. Like that sort of timeless intellectual property, yeah. Yeah, like you... Basically, if anything's like official Mario, you know it's... Well, you mean it goes back to the Nintendo thing before where they used to put like a certified stamp of approval on there. Like, because... They have that that correlation of well, this is a Nintendo product, so it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like Sainsbury's taste the difference. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, they put their little stamp on it, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's nice, isn't it? That's a bit nicer than the other one." Uh, Matt yeah. Mario is well better than Sonic. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, I think the other thing to mention as well with Nintendo is their games are just really good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They've got this set core of IP that they do recycle and people roll their eyes and go, oh, look, they're bringing out another Mario game and another another Zelda game. It's like, if you played them, they're all fucking amazing. Yeah, they are. Like, they're, they're all amazing and they're all different in their own way. It's just, this, it's the same plumber or it's the same guy in his little green tunic, but the games are like completely different each time to a, to an extent. I love them. I love them. Well, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, I can't see Xbox stop making consoles, like especially if PlayStation go, yeah, yeah, six is out in two or three years, or whatever. I just can't see them doing it. Yeah, I can't see the. Uh, I can't see it happening either. Also, what happens in that world? What happens to PlayStation at that point? Because they don't really have a competitor for home console anymore if xbox stop stopped making like like you've got the switch but it's not like people aren't or i don't really know people that use their switch as like a 
a sort of like home entertainment system, whereas people use the Xbox and the PlayStation, yeah. for Netflix, for Sky, for YouTube, for everything, as yeah. well as gaming. I think, I I, I think the only thing that's going to really claw some points back for them is if they, if if they if Bethesda start knocking these games out, because <laughs> they've got studios working on some games like. Imagine Elder Scrolls Six being an Xbox exclusive mm. or PC. That'd like they'd good. sell like that would be that is a console seller. And they just they just don't have a game that does that. They just no. don't have a game that does that. Sony have games that do that. The Xbox don't, and so did Nintendo. Yeah, but they're gonna have to pull their finger out because <laughs> they can't just they can't just keep buying studios and being like, "What game are you working on?" Ah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Probably be on Game Pass though, so sign up now. Exactly. I mean, mate, Game Pass is amazing. Game Pass is absolutely amazing. Oh, I love, love Game it. Pass. Yeah, I love it. So basically, our conclusion here is Xbox <laughs> shouldn't stop making consoles, even though they aren't really competing in the way that they want them to. They should still continue doing it anyway. Yeah. Uh, and it's too early for PlayStation Six. Yeah. So just everyone calm down. Everyone just calm down. It was one article. <laughs> Why are we doing a podcast on this? <laughs> so everyone calm down. Just back up and just back let us, up. Let's just chill for a bit. Let's just enjoy. Let's enjoy how many video games are coming out. Because it's it's never been better, really. I don't think it's ever been better. It's mad at the moment. It's great. So it's many great. good I mean, games dropping. There's just oh, I can't keep up getting anxiety thinking about it. I just want to, I want to just like, you know, when they plug you into the matrix and it's like, I need to know how to do Kung Fu. Yeah. And you just wake up like five minutes later and you, know, and you that's, learn it. I yeah. just want that, but I just want to plug video games into my head and just be like, played that. Yeah. Played it. I remember everything about it, even though I didn't do it. It's kind of fucked up in it. I actually don't think I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, think I'd like that. that. I would rather waste the time playing video games and learn the Kung Fu that way. Yeah, fair. I agree with you there. I agree with you. There. You got any got anything else on that? No, I think I think um, it's interesting. Once you look at the the time, like the 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 periods of time that each iteration of the console was out for. Yeah, I think you know. However, they want to frame it. We're entering the the final life cycle for for it. I don't actually. It's not like it's going to abruptly end. I think it's just going to be a they've probably started work or at least are preparing the work for the next console at this point. Yeah, 100%. They mean by it. Yeah. Rather than us being like, well, PlayStation 5's a write-off then. Yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. one of those quotes that could get easily taken out of context. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It gets quoted and it's like, oh my God, you know, they're going to stop making a... They're going to stop making PS5 games. Like, PS5 games still come out like years after it's... After the PS6 comes out. Fear sales. That's how they get you. They clickbait you in with these scary titles. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally it. It's literally it. Yeah. Wicked. Right, we'll do a quick reflect selects then. So this week, I'm going to go for not Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, but Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons remake. Brothers. Two brothers. Two brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. <laughs> This is developed by Avant Garden and it's out on February 28th on PC, PS5 and Series X and Series S. Have you played the original? Yeah, it's a cool yeah. game. 
Really cool. It's really, really good. So it was originally developed by Starbreeze uh, and directed by Joseph Fares, who went on to do um, A Way Out and It Takes Two. So he, f- he founded oh, yeah. Hayes Light Studios, oh, which yeah. you can kind of see the yeah, you can. correlation you can between the... the three games now. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. But uh, Avant Garden have taken up the remake development. I believe this is their first game as well. Um, he's, he's got a good track record for making co-op games, hasn't he? He loves it. He loves a little co-op game. Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited to digress very quickly. Super excited to see what his next game is. Like, yeah, right. What he's like his next game is, because loved a way out. Um, and uh, It Takes Two was just stunning, like, on so many levels. Like, so good. So emotional as well. I loved it. But yeah, this uh, a brother's a tailor's two sons very much in the mold of those two games. It's just a pure, you know, co-op puzzle game mm. with some platforming bits. Um, me and my brother, ironically, played this years ago when it came out, like originally. And it's really, really good. It's really good. It's quite somber, yeah, but it's like very hopeful in its story. Um, visually, it looks stunning. The music looks great. Or looks great. Sounds great. I think it's be a good one to play on the channel, mate. I think it's be a good one it to would. play on the channel. Yeah, definitely. Give that a go. Yeah, because it's been a long time since I played it, so it'd be quite, it'd be quite fresh. Yeah. Yeah, I think what was it? PS3. I'd have played that one. Yeah, PS3. Yeah, PS3 and 360. Yeah. Yeah, two brothers, a tale two of two brothers. sons. Uh, February twenty eighth. Lovely, lovely. Right, what we got out this week, mate. It's a little Magic the Gathering highlights video. Oh, yeah, nice. And spelled table. It's called Magic and Chill. Magic um, and Chill, nice. Yeah, it's good. It's just lots of us playing card games. Yeah. We had some games, didn't we? We had some games the day you came we, down. We did. You bullied me, mate. I just... The first game, it was like, I couldn't really... Like, Adam's deck was just so cunty. Disgusting. Like, it was just horrible. And... Really, I should have just gone for him. Wait, no. Did I? No, we... No, I won the first game, didn't you I? You won the first game. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Oh, no, I did go for Adam. I did go for him. He scooped anyway. Because he's going to fuck a well. Yeah. yeah. And then the second game... It was just game... because I had Shieldred out and you hate... everyone hated it. Yeah, because it was just annoying, though, isn't it? It is annoying. <laughs> it's like, oh, draw a card, fucking lose two life. And you get that other card out and it's like, oh, you lose four life now. And then eight life. It's just like brilliant. <laughs> Gonna have to get rid of that. It's good fun. But he did get that savage one out, and I did. I did exile that. So yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a horrible. And you both turned on me as well. Why am I justifying this? <laughs> you both turned on me. <laughs> you so won. I was like, well, fuck you. Well, yeah, that's a that's a ride on down, didn't I? Ride on down with the <laughs> with, Rohan with, with riders the, with the Rohirrim. Fucking <laughs> swing your head off. Um, and then the second game was just mental, like. Adam was sort of teaching Carly and then Adam was too pissed that he went to go and lay down on the sofa yeah. and Carly just and sort Carly of like, won. <laughs> and then Carly ended up winning it's just like <laughs> fucking hell this is, a, this is a disaster and then we no, got good fun. we got pretty drunk and listened to all our old bands yeah. <laughs> it was amazing yeah yeah, it was but good yeah, fun. yeah oh cool so that's out on magic uh, video out on Loot the Truth this week this weekend love it excellent stuff well, that'll do us this week. Thanks for joining Con, as always. Thanking you. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you all in episode 49. Continue. Nice, man. Nice. <laughs>
So let's roll in. Let's roll, roll out. In. Let's roll in and then roll out. <laughs>